we know that spiritual warfare even exists? Well, the Bible says so. In 1 John 3, 8, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Spiritual warfare is often thought of as a fight between good and evil. But it's more than that. As Christians, we understand it's really the enemy, Satan, rattling against God. And things happen here in the physical world because spiritual forces in the unseen world are real. Spiritual warfare doesn't typically occur in the physical realm like a battlefield would, like you see in the movies where you see war flicks. Instead, it occurs in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm. In today's episode of the Bold and Blended Stepmoms podcast, we are continuing our journey in the 30 days of prayer. Today is day nine, and this is episode number 156. I'm your host, Jen Rogers, and I must say that in these 30 days of prayer, there is a lot of spiritual warfare happening. I can see it in the messages in the Facebook group. I can see it in the emails that we are receiving where women are experiencing pushback in response to their prayers. And I just want to remind you that God is bigger than the pushback. We know that God is strong. We know that God is unchanging. So when we read in 1 John 3, 8, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil, that hasn't changed. And we are told exactly how to fight this warfare. I'm so pleased to welcome back Cheyenne to Bold and Blended Stepmoms. She's going to read our scripture for today. And hey, listen, I know that if you've been a Christian for some time, I know that you know this scripture and you may have heard it so many times today. I want you to listen specifically for what God is calling you to do when you hear Cheyenne read Paul's instructions from the book of Ephesians. Are you ready to get to it? All right, let's do it. Welcome to the podcast. I am honored to be on this journey with you. Cheyenne, let's hear your beautiful voice pray scripture over us. Hey, stepmamas, it's Cheyenne again here all the way from Belgium. It is day nine now of the prayer challenge. And yes, I'm coming to you all the way from Europe to read to you today from Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. Let's dive in together. In the English Standard Version, Ephesians 6, 10 through 12 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. When I open my Bible and I look at this scripture, I have notes everywhere, underlines, colors, circles, notes to myself, things that I want to remember. Here are the things that stick out as far as the directions that we are given in this scripture. Be strong in the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God. Putting on the whole armor means the whole armor. It means avoiding a half-hearted attempt or avoiding being double-minded. Drawing from yesterday's scripture as far as letting our yes be yes and our no be no. 
We're also told to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, which means to me that we do wrestle. We are wrestling against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. The thing that stuck out the most to me as I studied this scripture in preparation for day nine of the 30-day prayer challenge is this. The cosmic powers over this present darkness. I don't know if you know Frank Peretti. It wasn't that long ago that I read my first Frank Peretti book. Oh my gosh, was that an eye-opener as far as understanding what's going on behind the scenes. If you haven't read one of his books, I highly recommend that you go get one to get a different perspective on what's really happening in spiritual warfare. I think we undersell the evil that is present, this present darkness. It's a great reminder of why it is that it's so hard, why it is that you women who are in this prayer challenge have experienced more pushback in the last nine days than what you may have had before you started being intentional about praying for your stepfamily. We must understand Satan hates us. If we love the Lord, Satan is our enemy. Satan wants to hurt God by hurting his children. Satan wants to hurt God by hurting his daughters. Let's go way back to the beginning. He tempted Eve because he understood that Eve was influential. Do you understand your influence, sweet woman of God? You are influential. So you will experience warfare. You will experience things pushing against you. And that is why it is so critical that you do have your nose in the good book every single day, because it's important that we remind ourselves of who God says we are. I was just having lunch with a sweet friend of mine, and she was sharing about the difficulties that her granddaughter was experiencing because her mother was telling her that she was fat that she was ugly, that she was never going to amount to anything, that she wasn't going to get a dress to go to prom because she was too ugly for someone to take her to prom. Look, that old adage, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me, that's a big honking fat lie straight from the pit of hell. Our words do hurt, and the reason that our words hurt is because our words can also heal. So sweet woman, that is your mission today, to use your words to heal. And how this healing happens is through your prayer. You have power in prayer. And for those of you who are feeling especially challenged in, how do I pray? I don't know how to pray. I want to give you 100% permission here to pray in the way that you feel led. And if your only prayer is, I don't know how to pray for my husband today, Lord God, would you pray for him on my behalf? I'll tell you what, I know God will honor that prayer. God will honor what's in your heart because he knows what's in your heart. So the most important thing you can do is present yourself before the Lord saying, here I am. This goes back again to Romans 12, 1, to sacrifice your body, to sacrifice your time where you could be doing something else that you are sacrificing time in prayer for your man on day nine. All right, let's get to today's courageous challenge, shall we? Courageous challenge number one. Head on over to Ephesians 6. If you're there already, let's keep reading from verses 14 through 18. In those verses, the armor is listed out. So there's the belt of truth. There's the breastplate of righteousness. There's feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel. There's the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation. 
There's the sword of the Spirit, and one that often gets missed is verse 18, praying in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer. So again, it's the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, and prayer. Courageous challenge number two. Now that you have all the elements of what the full armor of God is, this is a visualization exercise. Take each piece and envision your man placing this on himself. Imagine him girding himself with God's word, the belt of truth. (laughs) You know how it is when maybe we're feeling a little chunky monkey because we've indulged in one too many things for one too many days? And you suck your stomach in when you pull your pants up. Well, think of it kind of like that, but better. (laughs) Way, way better. This stinching of the belt of truth. Envision your man putting on the belt of truth that he is secure in God's word. Envision him putting on the breastplate so he is covering his heart with this breastplate of righteousness. And then imagine him putting his feet in sandals that are filled with readiness. As soon as he puts his feet into these sandals, it's as though he could take flight (laughs) because he is supercharged with the readiness that he has the energy to share the gospel. Okay, are you still with me? This is still part of courageous challenge number two. This is the longest challenge that you may have been issued. All right, so we've got the belt. We've got the breastplate, we've got the sandals put on, and so now we need to take up the shield of faith. So imagine him taking up that shield of faith, and it's enough to cover not only him, but you and your family from the evil of Satan. Again, let's not undersell Satan is evil. So imagine your husband protecting you. He is called to sacrifice himself for you, sweet woman. That is what God calls him to do. Imagine him holding up that shield, protecting you from the evil one. So imagine him having the helmet of salvation over his head, that his mind is protected, that his mind is focused on who Christ is. His mind, his head is protected with the helmet of salvation. Envision him putting that helmet of salvation on his head. Then finally, Envision him praying. Envision him praying with you. Envision him praying over you. Envision the two of you reading God's word together. Visualization can be very, very powerful. Now, for those of you who felt resistance towards this visualization because this is not the way that it is yet, here's my question for you Is this the way that you want it to be? Do you want your man to be girded in God's truth? Do you want him to protect you from the evil one? Do you want to pray with him on all occasions so that together you can provide this covering over your family? Because you, as a woman of influence, as his helpmate, you have a role in this, in supporting him in protecting your family. Listen, you might not be there right now. In fact, you guys may be sleeping in separate rooms right now. And if that's the case, God bless you for being here. I pray that you do this exercise anyway, that you envision him being dressed in the full armor of God because he is the spiritual leader of the household. Even if he's not acting in that role right now, 
He is the spiritual leader of the household. All right. That was a long challenge. I want to give you one more courageous challenge. Number three, pray for a hedge of protection around your family. Ask God to protect your home. Ask God to protect your finances. Ask God to protect your health. Ask God to nurture your relationships with all of your children, biological and step. Ask God for reunification and for reconciliation in those relationships where it's challenging, particularly those where you are experiencing the difficulties of dealing with a toxic ex-spouse. Pray these prayers. God hears your heart. Spiritual warfare, it is work. It is definitely work. Do y'all remember Do you remember day one? On day one, I'm pretty sure I said that the majority of these episodes are going to be teeny tiny episodes. Here's the thing. I know I can talk. And I love recording these podcasts for you. And the goal is to keep them teeny tiny. So that is my commitment for you for day 10. Tomorrow's will be shorter. I promise. In fact, I'm going to keep it under five minutes. That is my commitment to you. So thanks for hanging with me today. God bless you. Go do these courageous challenges. Today is a powerful, powerful day, and I will catch you tomorrow on day 10. P.S. If you have not officially signed up for the prayer challenge, go to stepfamilypodcast.com forward slash prayer challenge. So you'll get the email reminders with all the links that you need, whether you need the prayer journal, whether you want to sign up for coaching or whether you just want to receive the daily emails, or you want to share the prayer challenge with a friend, go to stepfamilypodcast.com forward slash prayer challenge.